It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The Washington Wizards blow out the Pacers 127-113. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Bradley Bill looks like the real deal. Bradley Bill, seven players in double figures. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hey, you guys are making lots of Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Washington Wizards beat the Pacers 127-113. They had 83 points in the first half. Washington Wizards are now the ninth seed in the Eastern Conference. They had seven guys, seven players in double figures for the Washington Wizards tonight. Uh, what were your thoughts and main takeaways for the re- and your reasons why the Wizards beat the Indiana Pacers tonight? First of all, this is a good team victory. You have seven guys in, in double figures, and DeLon Wright was only a point away from being the eighth guy. You know, they ran pretty much an eight-man rotation, and like I said, everybody did a thing tonight. So shout out to the real deal Bill, man. He looked like the Brad Bill of old, man. He came in, dropped 32 points. He's proficient from the field, 13 from 18, three-point shots. Look, that's that fourth quarter, man, he hit that three, and he, you know, he was hollering at uh, Nimhard, man, because I guess I didn't know this, but Apparently, Nimhart started at Florida, and then he uh, transferred to Gonzaga, so they got that Florida connection, but they were drawing back and forth, so I like the attitude I saw from Bill. Um, wow, this is our unit, man. Monte, 17 points, four assists, six rebounds. Kisper did his thing. KP getting the rebounds, uh, controlling the paint. Gaff, look, the landlord was collecting rent today, man. I'm just trying, I'm trying to tell you, Gaff looked good tonight. Four blocks, six from six from the field, 13 points, five rebounds. I mean, Gaff looked good. Looking at the bench, Denny. Again, Denny had a great game. 16.6 rebounds, 7 for 8 for the field, 1 for 2 from 3. So the confidence is there. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, he added 10 points, 4 for 8 for the field. So Kendrick Nunn, he provided the energy off the bench. And then DeLon Wright, doing what DeLon Wright does well. So I think if one factor is team basketball, ball movement. If you look at it, we got 32 assists tonight. The ball movement was fluid. It led to a lot of open shooters. We shot at a high percentage tonight. Um, so, you know, long story cut short, man, this was a very good team victory. The team played i want to i'm not gonna say from beginning to end because that third quarter you know it was trying to reminisce in those two games where we blew those leads man and i think that west Sunset, he called the right time out at the right time we were able to uh, gain that composure back and put our foot back on the pedal so again even to west man this is a good overall team victory now i'm gonna get into the good the bad and ugly real quick the good was ball movement you know 32 assists but turnovers had to be showed up 18 turnovers and uh not finishing possessions you know, they got 27 second chance points tonight and they had 17 offensive rebounds. So, you know, they, we, they were able to keep possessions alive. But, you know, and the reason I bring that up is, you know, when we trying to gear towards the playoffs, you know, turnovers and second chance points can kill teams, man. And so I want to see the two areas kind of short up. But, you know, not to take away from the, the, the game tonight, man, you know, this was a good overall victory for the Wizards. So, um, again, Bradley Bill came in, played like the franchise guy he is, and he delivered. 
Yeah, from <clears throat> from the start, the Wizards were aggressive. They they jumped on the Pacers. The Pacers were awful defensively. Um, their paint defense was really bad, but the Wizards took advantage of it. They really did. Um, Bradley Bill came came out aggressive. I thought Monte Morris did a really good job of setting the tone in the first quarter too. He was getting to the basket, um, had a couple assists, feeding Bradley Bill. Got got some guys in some open spots. Porzingis as well. Uh, so I thought Monte did a good job in the first quarter, in the first half. And then Bradley Bill was just super aggressive. He looked healthy. This is the healthiest that he's looked all season. And uh, the shot was falling for him tonight. Thir- 32 points for Bradley Bill. Um, and, and that's what we need for him. The guy stepped up with with Kyle Kuzma being out. Um, Corey Kismert had a great game. Uh, seven guys in double figures. Daniel Gafford had some huge blocks. Um, there's one time where Isaiah Jackson tried to dunk on Daniel Gafford. Daniel Gafford blocked him. Uh, there was one time where I want to say, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was Aaron Neesmith or, or uh, Jalen Smith went to the basket. He blocked his shot off the glass. Um, and he was really protecting the paint. And you can see the Pacers guys, they they were worried about going to the paint so to settle for threes. Uh, the Wizards took advantage of that, too. And the Pacers were playing zone. And at one point, the Wizards took advantage of that, too, feeding Gafford in the post and Porzingis. And just getting to the basket in general, um, Denny Avdia. The last couple of games, you know, ever since the trade deadline or trade for Rui, he has been finishing better tonight. He finished really well around the rim. He had a Euro step and made a layup. Um, I was impressed with the way he finished. He was seven for eight from the field tonight. Um, so he, he's just really improved. He's really improved. I know Tommy Shepard was talking during the game. Um, you know, he, he had his points about the trade deadline. And, you know, I know we weren't happy about trades that weren't made. So I, I understand why some moves weren't made because, you know, we just don't have the assets to make trades. And, you know, like Josh Richardson, if they're asking for four second round picks, I, I guess I wouldn't have made that trade either. So, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, there there weren't there weren't many guys available and, you know, he didn't want to trade guys for nothing either. So I, I get why he didn't make any trades. I, I still don't 100 percent agree with Tommy Shepard in the trade deadline, but I, I get why he made some of the decisions that he made. And, and they have been playing other than the terrible 20 point losses. They have been playing better ball with DeLon right back and Daniel Gafford healthy. They have been playing better basketball. So that, that is true. Right now, they are the ninth seed. But just to talk about the game um, in general, yes, I 100%, 100% agree with you in the turnovers. They got to cut down on the turnovers. There were some sloppy turnovers that they had. That's the only negative about the game, the offensive rebounds. Miles Turner, you know, he was he was getting a couple offensive boards. He kind of was, you know, kind of pushing guys around. Uh, so that's the only really negatives I can really say. Other than that, you know, they were pushing the pace, moving the ball. Um, it was it was the perfect formula for success for the Wizards tonight. Um, seven guys, double figures. We keep saying that. Um, Porzingis with 10 boards, five assists. Uh, Gafford with 13 points. Monte Morris with 17 points. Brad with 32. Denny with 16. He was a plus 16. Kendrick Nunn came off the bench, was breaking ankles in the first half, six assists, was a plus 22. Uh, DeLon Wright, he was only one point away from, 10, from getting 10 points. Uh, he was active, five assists, one steal. Um, yeah, just a lot of energy from the guys tonight, and that's what we needed to get this win. And, um, yeah, I was thoroughly impressed. Some of the guys that got to come in at the end of the game with the bench, uh, Quentin Jackson got his first NBA moment. Um, uh, Jordan Goodwin played, I mean, he's been getting playing time. Johnny Davis, you know, he missed one layup, uh, and he and he stepped out of bounds too. So, I'm not going to judge him too much on you know the last two minutes of the game, I'm not going to judge him too much on that. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good solid win. I'm impressed with the way they played tonight, they just got to continue it. Uh, if they do want to make the the playoffs and not just to play it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, shout out to Quentin Jackson, man, um, getting the two-way contract. I think that's going to be a good move for this team. Uh, but I'm with you, man. I was thinking about this today. You know, while I was expecting a move at the deadline, I get it. You know, I get it because if Jay Crowder can get four second-round picks, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> the sky's the limit. Five. 
Oh, was it? Yeah, it I mean, it's yeah. craziness, man. I mean, like I said, <laughs> that Rudy Gobert trade really messed up the you know what you expect to get for star players or even regular players because Jay Crowder's not a star, but for him to net that that amount of return, so I get it, man. You know, I, I get what he's saying. So, um, because I think that Jordan Goodwin and Quentin Jackson and Water under the radar moves, I like their energy. I like what they can provide. You know, when there's injuries, but yeah, I mean, this is the victory you want to see. You know, this is a good all around team victory, man. Everybody showed up. Um, but you know, like I said, I don't want to harp any negatives, but like I said, you got to show up the turnovers and you have to show up the second chance points because these top teams are going to penalize you. They're going to get you, man. So turnovers, you know, so we got to short it up. But overall, I love what I see. Bradley Bill can't, man, look, Bradley Bill showed up tonight. The real deal. Um, so this is what you want to see from Brad, man. The attitude, talking stuff, man. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I like to see that from him, man. You know, talking junk, you know, um, hitting the gritty. Oh, man, you see that? I'm just saying, you know, this is, so I, I'm, I'm impressed, man. Now, looking forward, man, before the All-Star break, we do have three road games, I think, that are going to test us. And I think they're going to be mission stick games before the deadline, or not the deadline, but before the All-Star break. But mm-hmm. I think they're winnable, especially if you look at Golden State without Steph. So I think if we can keep this momentum going, man, I, I, I said it all year, man. You know, while I was a guy that wanted to hit the reset button, I like to see the team win. And I will admit that this core is fun to watch. Now, I do like them when they're at full strength. I think they're very fun to watch. It's just the biggest thing is consistency. You know, keeping this momentum going. And like I said, tonight, I think what's unsailed, one of the key moments of this game was calling that timeout because he, he gave the team enough time to kind of get their composure back. And to me, that was one of the most pivotal parts of this game outside of the players was calling that timeout because if it goes two games where we lost the lead, he kept going with it. He didn't call no timeouts. He wasn't very vocal. So I like what I saw from West. So yeah, like I said, man. Um, long story cut short, very good team victory, man. I love what I see from this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big time by West when they when the Pacers went on a ten to nothing run. But uh, we're gonna get the comments here and then wrap it up for tonight. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in hundred percent real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And that's even better. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a 4-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can... The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you later. All right, let's get to these comments here. Uh, Let's see, we got 20 comments in here right now. Jim D says, great win tonight. Uh, Matan Golden says the landlord collected his rent tonight. Yes, sir, he definitely did. He definitely did. Um, John Piner says the dub. Dad Bezos says great win, must win game. Um, pretty much 
positive stuff from everybody in the, in the chat, which is not normal. Um, a pod name kickback says, what's up, fellas? What's up, man? What's going on, man? He said he was going to tune in tonight. And he, here he is. Uh, Isri Teg. Isra Teague says, Rui who? Here's one controversial comment right here, but I'm not going to get into that. You know, Rui is playing. He's playing good ball with the Lakers right now, but, you know, I'm happy for him and I'm happy for, um, you know, Denny, what he's doing right now. And I'm not going to just say that it's just because of the Rui trade. I think Denny is playing good ball regardless of, you know, here who he is and who, who is not. Um, I'm impressed the way that he's finishing. You know, I wouldn't blame Denny missing layups, you know, before the trade. Uh, because of Rui, you know, now he's starting to make layups and finish well. So I'm just going to say that's Denny playing better without anybody else being here or not. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with the way Denny has played. And um, fantasy results, uh, Wooj, or uh, Weston so Jr. saw they were struggling. And he switched to 2-3 zone, really made the game harder for the Pacers. Um, let's see, there's any other comments. Uh, John Piner says we got to stop the long rebound runouts and please get defensive boards and box out second chance points to kill us shut down the three point line with these big leads. Yeah, um, I thought we did let Buddy Hill get open some wide open threes. Tyrese Halliburton hit five threes tonight, but they did a good job on Tyrese Halliburton for the. I mean, he, he got his numbers and his buckets, but um, compared to the last time we played the Pacers, where Buddy Hill was just killing us on the three point line and Tyrese Halliburton was going crazy, um, they made some big adjustments and, and they really improved tonight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I think the adjustments at halftime is what we were looking at, especially with the, the previous games where we lost those leads. But, you know, again, man, that, that, that timeout was key. And so. <laughs> <laughs> BJ52 says, up. I like the no trade moves. Instead, dropping Will Barton, signed Goodwin, and moved up Jackson with Vernon. None is, is not a bag of chips. Uh, I like this team now. Let them get some games together. Yeah, I, I get the trade. I had to sleep on it. And, you know, if there was really – if, if you know, a lot of our guys don't really have much value, so maybe they tried to trade Monte Morris. Who knows? Maybe some teams just didn't want him. And he, he's playing good ball right now. You know, he started off slow in the beginning of the year. Now he's starting to get comfortable getting his stride. Um, you know, and if they didn't want to pay the price for Josh Richardson or Jay Crowder or or whoever that was available, you know, I know Bones Highland, some that they could have got, but I, I know that there's, you know, some care, there's some things that went on in Denver that, you know, Tommy Shepard probably didn't like because, you know, he's really big on, um, their, their their identity and what he's drafted in the past couple of years and guys that he signed. So um, I get them not making moves and he really wants Denny to develop. I know he doesn't want to bring anybody else in to step on his shoes or on his playing time or his minutes and shots. Um, and he, he really believes in the solid three. He's a big believer in the solid three. And um, I know our ceiling probably isn't getting past the first round, but I, I get why he didn't make it. Maybe I think what he, what he may be doing is, waiting for the off season to make a bigger move. Maybe somebody else may become available. Maybe somebody uh, becomes disgruntled or doesn't like their situation. Um, maybe a point guard becomes available. That's that's a big name, and, and we'll see. And maybe Tommy may try to swing for the fences. Yeah, I mean, I get it, man. I, I get the non-movement because if you look at, like we were just saying, man, a lot of the returns from these trades, you know, again, Jay Crowder, no disrespect, but five second-round picks. I mean, just, <laughs> so and I, I get it, man. You know, I think we've – I think I really wanted us to show up bench scoring. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted us to add another bench score. But like you said, I get it, man, because the, the market is just is ridiculous right now with what people are asking for people. is it, is ridiculous. You know, I wanted us to take a look at quickly, but it's hard to tell what they won for quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> so no, no, I get it, man. I'm not the biggest Tommy guy, but I get I get why he did it. So mm. yeah, and staying under the luxury tax tax too. I know he probably didn't want to bring in 
many other uh, new guys and stuff. And, and we'll see what happens with Will Barton. I mean, not, we're not going to see. We already know he's going to be bought out. They already announced that. And there's some guys in the buyout market that they may target. I know Terrence Ross, He's they said that the Mavericks are really interested in getting him. So he's probably going to be picked up pretty soon. Um, so we'll see what they do. Uh, Nunn is playing well. He's not a bag of chips. That is true. He's playing good ball. He, he played pretty well tonight. Um, Curtis Rizzo says, Tommy said he didn't want to make marginal trades, so I think he just wants to convey the picks to the Knicks and swing for a big trade when a star asks for a trade. Yeah, that's basically what I just said. Yeah. Um, the only thing is you got to make the playoffs for the pick to convey. If they don't make the playoffs, then it, it won't convey. So that's the only thing. They got to make the playoffs, which is, is kind of tough right now. The Hawks or the eighth seed, they just they just blew out the Spurs tonight. Um, but they've been inconsistent too. They're 29 and 28. We're 26 and 29. So we're two games behind them right now. And then they they play another team that's that's like a lottery team. They play the Hornets in Charlotte. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting. I think you're right, man. I think that the move next for this team is gonna be in the offseason. I think they're gonna try to take a swing and bring in a point guard. So like again, man, before you know, I, I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. Uh, uh, Michael Wilder said, always, always hurts when we say solid three, just reminds <laughs> where we're at. Yeah, they're a solid three. I just, I, I, I'm not there with calling them a big three just yet. Um, because you think of big threes, you think of LeBron, you think of Chris Bosch and, and uh, Dwayne Wade, or you think about Paul Pierce, KG, and Ray Allen, and um, you know, so those, those are big threes, in my opinion. I just I just can't do it yet with these guys. No disrespect to them. They're they're all good players, man. I love watching these guys play. None of them made an all-star team. You know, even with the Wizards, you know, all three of guys, all three of those guys made all the Karam made an all-star team, Gil, Anton, all three of them made all-star teams that year. So or one of the years that they made the playoffs. So um I I gotta I gotta see more to call them big three. Yeah, same here. You know, I don't think they've earned that big three yet. Like you said, um big threes are synonymous with championships. So mm. You know, no disrespect. I like this core. I, I think they're very fun to watch. But I think we had to be realistic with where we're at, man. So, yeah, for now, solid three. <laughs> mm, definitely. All right. Um, John Piner says Monte played great tonight. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, that's 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 Elizabeth Hayden. Also, that starting lineup in the third quarter gave me a heart attack. It seems <laughs> that playing the starting lineup as a half break is a recipe for a lot of open threes by the opposite team. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, is there anything else that stands out to you before we wrap it up? No, nah, I mean, hey, let's go ahead and celebrate this because this is a really big victory for us tonight, man. But like I said, going forward before the All-Star break, I think it's a mission stick West Coast trip. That thing is going to tell us where we're at. Mm -hmm. But no, nah, I like to see this, man. I like to see this team win, especially blow out the Pacers, man. So no, nah, I'm good, bro. Yeah. All right. Um, Dab, is, I'll, I'll read this one real quick. Uh, Trey did let guys get more minutes, but we should have tried. Getting something more for Rui to get D'Angelo Russell or Kyrie as soon as these guys landed on their new teams, they became championship contenders. I don't think we had the assets for D'Angelo Russell or Kyrie, to be honest with you. And Kyrie probably didn't want to come here. Um, so you, you don't want to bring Kyrie in, especially if he doesn't want to be here because he will sit down. He will sit out. We know how he is. He doesn't care about sitting it down and missing checks and missing money. If he – if he wants to sit out, he will sit out. And if we would have traded for him, I don't know if he would even would have played. You know, just knowing him, you know, I don't know him personally, but just seeing the way he's done in, in the past. Uh, so I don't know if we, if it would have if, if it would have been even worth it to bring Kyrie in. Um, D'Angelo Russell, that's somebody who we may be able to get in the offseason. He is a free agent, so I think that's somebody to to keep an eye on. I know Brandon, you talk about his defense being lackluster, but 
Um, it, it's something to keep an eye on. I mean, it depends on the price. Yeah, I'm with you. If, uh, if the price is right, I have no problem with it. You know, the only reason I say that is because of the defensive system. But mm-hmm. I get that, man. You know, we need another score. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, if there's a chance to get him, I definitely make that move. So, mm-hmm. all right, we'll wrap it up. Um, I guess we'll do Super Bowl predictions here real quick and then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, I'm rolling with the Eagles, man. I mean, I'm a Commanders fan. I don't want to say it, but I think that they're going to, I think it's going to be a defensive game. Now, we were talking about before the podcast, man. I get it. You know, Mahomes, he, he, he can play some ball, but. I think the Phillies defense is going to come in ready to play. I'm going to say 17-13 Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, 30 to 24. I got the I got the Chiefs winner. Oh, it's going high school game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll we'll answer these questions probably in a mailbag during the All Star break. Rafi, along we see your question. Do you think the Washington Wizards are a playoff team? And if not, what is missing? Um, there's another question in here as well that I saw, but um, Michael Wilder said real chocolate for real about Bill Ball. I guess. <laughs> Guess we'll answer that one too later. But, yeah, real chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then uh, Michael Wilder has a good joke. He says Gaffer, KP, and Vernon Carey Jr. are a big three. All right, we'll end on that note. All right, you guys, hail to the Wizards. We'll see you guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. Hail to the Wizards. Dub, peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.